Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, babe? Hello, you are just in time for another episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. Best time of the week, obviously. I am your host, Diana Jebbia. If you aren't already, make sure you're following me on TikTok and Instagram at Diana Jebbia, G-E-B-B-I-A. I'm going to be spelling it for the rest of my life until I marry someone else. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. He hates it when I bring that up. Also, make sure you follow our podcast network, Believe Podcasts at B-L-E-A-V and Believe Pop Culture. Oh, my God. Today is such an exciting episode. I have on Sir Rules, or she's underscore Sir Rules, not to be confused with the actual restaurant on Instagram. She's got like so many followers. I want to call her like the official Vanderpump Rules account, even though like she's not official. She's like the unofficial official Vanderpump Rules account in my book, in all of our books on Instagram. Her name is Zaria, and she's actually one of my closest friends which is even cooler. So she's been hanging out like a little bit anonymous in her account, you know, keeping behind the shadows, the the man behind the curtain, the woman behind the Instagram page. And now she's starting to, to come out of her shell a little bit. And I'm so excited that she chose my podcast to do that. So you are in for such a fun episode. I want you to fill your cup up with something yummy, you know, a little bit of booze. If that's not your jam, your favorite drink instead, and give a nice, warm, bravo bestie welcome to one of my actual besties, Miss Zaria. Hi, babes. I am so excited right now because I have like one of my closest friends on, but you don't know her because of that. She's like one of the OG Bravo fan accounts. Okay. Sir rules, but like, I don't call her that. I call her Zaria. Cause again, I'm humble bragging that we're actually friends. So I want you all to raise your glass and please give Zaria the biggest welcome ever. I'm like so cheap. I don't have applause. I'm like, <laughs> oh wait, what are you drinking? Um, it's Angry Orchard. Oh, that looks so good. I, you know, I have beer in the fridge, and I'm like, oh, should I take some beer out? And I'm like, I'm trying to be good and restrict my drinking to like Friday, Saturday, Sunday only. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you enjoy that for me. Well, thank you so much for finally coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Of course. So I want to get into, I start everyone who comes on off with a couple of questions. Um, how, how would, wow, who would your Bravo bestie be? Because obviously the name of the podcast is Believe in Bravo Besties. And what would you do on a day together? It could be as ridiculous or as not ridiculous as you want it to be. Hmm. Who would my Bravo best? Okay, I'm going to have to go with um, Ariana Maddox from Vanderpump Rules because, well, I'm just obsessed with her in general. And honestly, it doesn't like, we can just make cocktails together and binge watch a reality uh, show that she wants to watch. That, that's it. I love much. that. Do you know what I love about Ariana? And I feel like that's probably why like you love her so much. She's actually an Aquarius rising, which like totally checks oh, out. I didn't know that. Now yeah. it makes sense. Um, for you guys listening, Zaria and I are both Aquarians and we very much yep. bonded over that. So it definitely yes. checks out that like you and Ariana, you know, you hit it off so well. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, she's awesome. So now I want you to tell everyone the story of like how you started your page because it's so interesting to me. Um, okay, so I, I'll just be as quick as possible. So I, I had no idea what Bravo was before Vanderpump Rules. Mm -hmm. um, so like all the Real Housewives never watched, whatever. And then I was in my nail salon and I recognized Stassi on the team. My nail salon constantly has on Bravo and I recognized Stassi from the show Queen Bees. And so when I saw it, I'm like, oh, I liked her in Queen Bees. Let me go and watch it. So I literally bought the entire season one on iTunes <laughs> without ever seeing anything. And it was like, I love this show, I'm here. And then because I was so new to the Bravo world, I didn't have any friends to talk about Bravo with. So that's where my inspiration came from, make the page. I'm like, I just want to talk to people about it. Yeah. So that's why I made the page. Was your page an overnight success or was it like a few followers here and then like one day it just blows up? Yeah, no, it was definitely a slow build. And then as time went on and the show got picked up more, 
and the um, cast members started to like interact with the fans. They would like like something or repost something of mine. And that's when it really like just started to like go crazy. Do you ever get people thinking that you are like the restaurant or you are affiliated with, with Bravo or a cast member or something? I get, I used to get accused of being Kristen Doty <laughs> once a week, at least. <laughs> oh my God. That's hysterical. Does she know that? I don't know. I don't know if she, I don't know if she ever knew that. And she followed me. She unfollowed me just up, which I figured she would only because she doesn't want to see that stuff. Oh, okay. But, that um, makes sense. Yeah. So I'm not offended, but yeah, she, I don't know if she ever knew that though. We got to tell her. Clearly she listens to this podcast. No, she doesn't. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, so now she'll know. Um, yeah, no, I am just always so intrigued by what you do and how quickly your page has picked up. And it's always funny when like you will repost me even like way before I had my page and you and I went to go see Rachel O'Brien with my friend Morgan and I went uh -huh. up and did comedy with her and you posted it on the Sir Rules page and like someone I knew from a podcast group was like, oh, you made it to the Sir Rules page. Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know that's my friend. <laughs> that's so funny. It, it, it Honestly, it's hilarious because even... Um, my, one of my mom's friends that she used to work with, I was on um, a podcast for the show last year and she follows that page and the uh, and my page. And so she didn't know that it was me. So when she saw she was like, is that Zaria? And then she DM me like, um, so you run the, that Vanderpump Rules account and I didn't know? <laughs> like, no so kidding. Weird. It's so crazy how it just circles around. It's a small world after all. Yeah. What right. is like the craziest interaction you've had like do you have any that comes to mind whether it's like a creepy fan or like someone like a disgruntled former cast member or like friend of one sending you some crap or anything like that um oh I remember Rob used to like DM me the weirdest shit like whenever you because you know I don't I try not to pick a side yeah when I'm posting I try to be generic so yeah. it's like but like when I would, so anything that happens, I post it. So I remember I posted something about, I think one of the girls said something about Rob in the relationship. And he like, just kept like, he would respond to every single thing I posted. And like the, just the weirdest way that like he was so angry at me. I'm like, dude, I didn't say it. Oh like, what do you God. want me to do? How embarrassing. Right. And look at him now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least he could still Where hang a TV. <laughs> he's hanging a TV somewhere. That's what he's right. doing. Maybe right. like he starts a, a service like Rob's. We hang it in seven minutes or less. <laughs> I can't, or you get your money back. Right, right. Or you get your money back. Yeah, that's yes. actually a good service. <laughs> yeah, I would call them. What do you say we spill some Bravo tea together? I'm ready. Okay. I love this for us. So I love tea. <laughs> we do, especially when it's hot. Now this one was a crazy one. So Megan King, formerly Megan King Edmonds, she was on the Real Housewives of Orange County for a few seasons. She was best known for spilling the um, alleged Brooks cancer scam. Like he was lying about his cancer, that whole thing. She got divorced. Her ex-husband, Jim Edmonds, like total creepy guy. Like when she was giving birth to their twins, he was sending some naughty uh, videos to someone else over Instagram. Like I hate men. Yeah. The men are, the men are menning. Yeah. The men are menning. And then I don't remember exactly, but he got remarried. And I think allegedly whatever, don't quote me, don't sue me. I think it's someone he wanted to have a threesome with, or they did have a threesome. I don't remember what the story was, but like there's shady, there's shadiness in that new relationship. Uh -huh. So, but Megan got her happy ending because this weekend she got married. It was Monday. She got married to president Biden's nephew, Cuff Biden Owens. We love that for her. Right. It's like her um, own Kate Middleton or like Meghan Markle moment in a way. Right. I'm about to say, imagine it, she's Meghan Markle now. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find the quote because it happened so quickly. I think they were talking only for five weeks, which like I can't even get a text back. So good for you. <laughs> good for her. <laughs> right. Yeah. She said we connected on a dating app again. I have no luck with those. Me either. No, no luck whatsoever. We connected. I either attract 
psychos or men that can't commit. So I think I, I, I was know. being catfished by someone because he didn't have any social media. He had like a somewhat public job. And when I looked him up, I couldn't find anything on it. Um, and then he was like, these are my dogs. And it was a fucking JPEG file. Who sends JPEGs <laughs> over the exactly. phone? Nobody. Exactly. So I no stopped one. talking to him. Um, good, good for you. But yeah, this worked out for Megan. She said, we connected on a dating app, texted for a day or two, then spent five straight hours on the phone for the first time we spoke. By the time that call ended, Cuff was booked and packed for a flight to St. Louis that took off in about eight hours. Within a week, we were back on the East Coast, meeting his family and starting to plan our future together. We didn't leave each other's side for weeks. How the fuck did she pull that one off? Oh my God. No one loves me. <laughs> no one has ever loved me girl same we love each other right you know what we're each other's soulmates snapchat said it right. exactly yes for everyone listening they have this filter like who is your soulmate and of course i got zaria because who else yeah it's a match made in heaven but i'm very happy for megan king now owens even though i'm, I'm a little bit salty a little bit salty at how quickly she was able to pull that one off very happy right. for her would love a tie-in to the white house like i've been reading somewhere that jill biden dr jill biden excuse me um she's a housewives fan i don't know how true that is oh my god but like, I That's would amazing. love a cameo in there somewhere. Maybe we can get Megan. I know they just finished Orange County. They wrapped it up. I don't know if she's living in St. Louis. So my thoughts are maybe we could bring back the DC housewives that were canceled after one season, or we could get her Pitch back it. on OC. Yeah, I know I should pitch, pitch it. it. There are so many times I say on this podcast, like I should work for Bravo. I should pitch things yeah. to them. I should be a producer. It hasn't happened. They don't listen. Well. No, because I said the same thing because Summer House was legit my idea and someone stole it. No I wanted to do that with my friends. Like I literally I had all my friends like we were gonna buy we'll go rent a beach house for the for like um a few weeks in the summer. Yeah. And just stay in the beach house and record it. And then Summer House came out. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> that would have been just as entertaining because I see your close friends stories on Instagram. And like <laughs> you guys know how to turn up. It's a movie. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to make that one happen with Bravo too. So our second piece of Bravo tea to spill is actually some Bravo whiskey because our favorite Toms, Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz have come up with a new whiskey line called Tom's Good Leaven. Um, you can buy it online and I know nothing about whiskey. So I only know the whiskey that I mix in my cranberry juice, um, <laughs> but <laughs> I've never like drank it straight. So I can't tell you like, oh my God, this is good whiskey, but I am excited to try that whiskey. Yeah, I'll give it so. a shot. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the name Tom's Good Lovin'? Is it better than Schwartz and Sandy's? Anything is better than Schwartz and Sandy's because... <laughs> It, it, I don't even I don't and then the fact that that is the name that they are that they are sticking with now I don't get it Katie's name on Watch Out Live was so much better Once Upon a Tom and it's like so cute because I think they said it's in Franklin um not Franklin Lakes that's New Jersey oh my god why is the name passing up on me but it, anyway it's um close to Hollywood so it, it could have been like Once Upon a Tom in Hollywood like oh yeah see no they fucked that up they messed that one up right there yeah because yeah. Schwartz and Sandy is just stupid. It is dumb. And like on my TikTok, I did about the name that Katie proposed. Someone was like, who's Sandy? And I'm like, you see, like. <laughs> no one calls him Sandy. Maybe if people call him Sandy, it would make more sense. Right. No one has ever in the history of Vanderpump Rose referred to Tom Sandoval as Sandy. They call him Sandoval or Tom. My favorite thing is, is he got so offended when um, Katie originally said, but now we know it was Schwartz, like, oh, this name is so uninspired. And I'm like, well, that's mm -hmm. not really an offensive remark because like, it's your last name. Uninspired just means you didn't give it much thought. Right. But anything Katie says he won't like, so. Of course. <laughs> of course. Why don't we, I think this is a good time to dive into this week's episode. Let's do it. All right. So the big thing that happened is the Richella engagement, which it was like so weird hearing Tom call it Archella the entire time. Yeah. Like on Instagram, like we all knew where it was going. It was yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So what do you think about the fact that, and I'm going to use quotes because I'm sure production had a hand in the wallet, but what do you think about the fact that it was Tom who paid for James's engagement? Um, it's very interesting, not surprising. Someone said on my Instagram, someone said, um, Tom Sandoval did it just so, uh, he can get all the credit because he's a nice guy. And I'm like, uh, listen, Sandoval and I, he does not know me, but we have a love and hate relationship. (laughs) So, but I would like to believe that he's not that way. And a lot of people are actually saying that they feel like he's, um, He's now showing who, that he's being shown as who he really is now because Jax is gone. Yeah. He's like hitting behind Jax. And I'm like, ooh, that's kind of dark. But um, it's very interesting because why didn't James pay for anything? Yeah. I don't know why was that, why was that a thing? James has his own DJ money, I'm sure. Right. And I like- and he's how- a main cast member. Yeah. And I like how you brought up what your followers said, because I had the same view, um, just in a little bit different wording. I said that like the happiness Tom showed about like the whole thing wasn't for James and Raquel. It was like, I put this event together. Yeah. So I definitely could see him wanting to be in the spotlight there. I don't think, I don't think it's not like he wasn't happy for that at all, but like, I I definitely think it was more of a, look what I did. Yeah, I agree. Do you think that James and Raquel are going to be a strong, solid couple? (laughs) (laughs) I really hope so. But from what I've heard about this season, the spoilers that I've gotten, it's he gets bad again. Yeah. So it's like a leopard doesn't change his spot. So like, has he changed? Is the alcohol the alcohol clearly doesn't make a difference if he is bad as people are saying he's going to be this season? Um, I hope they make it because I really love Raquel and I think she's just kind and sweet. But and I also got a chance to meet her very briefly. But I also got a chance to meet James very briefly, and he was not kind or sweet. Wait, tell me about your experience with James, if you want. Okay, so I was at Sir, and uh, I noticed Raquel first. First of all, she is beautiful. Like, yeah, cameras do nothing, do not do her justice at all. And so we had a brief moment, and then James was a little ahead of her. And um, they were actually filming this day, not at the restaurant, but they were going to a club. Mm-hmm. and um James another girl went up to James and asked for a picture he turned around and said get the fuck out of my <gasps> face and I was like oh and I was like yeah I'm not going to go up to him and say hi <laughs> so, oh my yeah. god well it's so funny because I met James too I went to see you next Tuesday I feel like I might have told this story on this podcast before but I went to see you next Tuesday it was like the last week before COVID hit and he walked in and I went up to him as if like, I I don't know who the hell I thought I was, but I was just like, oh my God, hi James. It's so nice to meet you. I'm Diana, like didn't even flinch. And he like shook my hand, gave me a hug and a kiss on the cheek. So I don't know if maybe he thought like I was someone, someone important sent Uh just because I acted like a true, like fake it till you make it type situation, you know? As you should, as you should. Thank you. Someone remind me that when I see a cute guy I'm interested in. Because the fake until you make it goes down the tubes and then it's just like somebody like, is she okay? Does she need a doctor? <laughs> um, yeah, so I hope they last too. I actually, a couple of weeks ago, I had on a uh, love expert who I've worked with before. Her name is Stephanie Cherma. And when I asked her what couple she thinks did the work, she said it would be James and Raquel because he became sober and she kind of grew a little bit of a backbone and was like, no, you need to. That's true. So, but of course this was before the season started that I had her on. So maybe we'll see things develop as time goes on. Yeah. And I also think there's just, I mean, you can become a better person and still have your moments. So it's like, we, you can't expect him to just be an angel. That's what kind of made me upset about. Yeah. That's what kind of made me upset about people. What people you say about Brittany, whatever you feel about her, I don't care. But they're like, Brittany's not as, whenever she would like defend herself to somebody, Brittany's not as sweet as we all, um, as they say, she's defending herself. She's not supposed to do that because she's sweet. 
Yeah. And that's, I'm so glad you said that because I think we as viewers, we as an audience kind of get, I don't want to say entitled, but we think that we can form an opinion, form a judgment based only on what we're looking at. And I'm not talking about like real instances of cruel things people have done. If you screwed up, you rightfully show, so should be punished for it. Exactly. I'm talking about like these one-off little moments here or there. Like everyone's allowed to have a bad day. Everyone's allowed to maybe not be at their kindest. So it's really important that we learn the art of giving people grace and Hopefully, you know, that's something we just need to do for James and the two of them can ride off in the sunset. Yes, I agree. I hope they make it. Yeah. What do you think of the actual engagement uh, itself? Is that something you would want your future hubby to do for you? Um, I'm a little um, more cynical than Raquel. So <laughs> if I'm not proposed to on Halloween or Friday the 13th in a haunted house, I don't want it. Oh, cute. Um, <laughs> but it was beautiful. And I love that they didn't, he didn't do it in front of everybody. I love that he walked away and they had that moment. So it was, it was a beautiful proposal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's not something I would want. What about you? I, I agree. Yeah, I definitely, Coachella's not my thing. I mean, I want to go. I've lived in LA now yeah. two years and no Coachella because of COVID. Um, but oh, I don't COVID. think, yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> I don't think the whole Coachella vibe for an engagement is for me. I'm probably going to be basic and be like, I want a Disney engagement. Yeah. (laughs) I used to want the Disney wedding and I've kind of grown out of that. Now I just want like a small thing in Malibu, but I love first you got to find the guy first. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's okay. He's out there. He's out there. You know, anytime you want to come out. (laughs) TikTok bitch. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, so a lot more happened on this episode. We do get a lot more into the parenting aspect now. Cause like for a few episodes, we're just like, all right, we know the cast has these babies, but they're not really seen except for a glimpse here or there. And now we get to see Lala and Randall and Sheena and Brock in action together, like a little play date, if you want to call it that. So what do you think about seeing these cast members as mamas? I love it. First of all, their babies are so fucking cute. Of oh, course, I know. I mean, but we knew they would be, but still, it's ridiculous. Um, I love seeing them as moms, though. I love, like, we're, we literally watch them grow up. So it's yeah. like, it's amazing to see them in this stage. And I like watching the different approaches because, you know, Lala and Ran have their own style of doing things. They have right. a night nurse. Listen, if I, when I have kids, if I can afford a night nurse, like sign me up. I refuse to have kids until I can afford a night nurse. Oh my God. I love that. <laughs> Manifest it. Right. is more of the like, well, I want to be more hands-on, which is fine too. And you see that she's got her mom helping out, which is kind of funny yeah. that like she pays her mom. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Cause who, and I know her mom hates it because moms would never be like, I'm yeah. not watching my grandchild for money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it's nice that, you know, her mom is just so involved with that. And it's it's really cool to see because, you know, you watch these shows, like you said, you watch them grow up and you don't necessarily get to see their parents all the time. So right. seeing her come in, take care of now her grandchild and seeing her maybe butt heads with Brock a little bit. That was intense. Yeah. But okay. So I know I'm jumping around a little bit, but this kind of ties into the whole parenting scene. What are your thoughts on Brock? I'm not a fan so far. Neither am I. And I really wanted to like Brock. I'm like, finally, Sheena found the good one. She's happy, blah, blah, blah. But now I don't know. Yeah. From what we're seeing, I'm not a fan. I think that he's great for TV. Mm -hmm. But as far as like, as a, as what we're seeing right now, I don't, I don't like him at all. I don't like the way he talked to her mom because yeah. anybody talks to my mom like that oh, World War fucking three. Yeah. One. Two um, you called my mom the help? Yes. No. Yeah, no. and he also made a comment something like, oh where Sheena's her employer. Right. No, I am her daughter. Yeah, that was disgusting and I just, it's so hard to watch because we want to root for Sheena. Sheena's had boy problems since day one of this show. 
And like you said, we hope this would be a good match for her, but like, you're seriously going to sit there and let your husband, well, not husband, your own both pre-fiance, your boyfriend at the time, your baby daddy, talk (laughs) crap about your mom, the woman who gave life to you. Yeah. Who is caring for your daughter. Right. The fact that she didn't offend her bothers me. Yeah. No, same here. And what I also don't like about Brock, I think he very much, like you said, he was good TV. I think he's definitely playing it up for the cameras. Yeah, I can see that too. Um, especially last week's episode with the slight cycling and he's like, come on. And he's like, obviously I'm athletic, like blah, blah, blah. And like, right. And then, yeah, even in the beginning when he's like, I play basketball, I play this, I play that. We don't care. Bro. We can tell. Like, right, right. Your muscle, your arm is the size of my face. Like, good for you. I I admire you for having more skill than I ever will in sports, but that's a given to us, babe. When Randall kicked his ass in pickleball, I was like, I loved it. (laughs) I love Rand. We love that. I love Rand so much. He's funny. He is now, he is for TV. Yeah. That is entertainment. And it's great because we kind of watched the mystery of him develop over the years because mm-hmm. we knew nothing about him. And at first, um, just because of the whole situation of how they met and him going through his separation, she couldn't talk about him. And it, they Bravo made him seem like a shadier person than he ever was. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like the coolest. Like It's like a big <laughs> teddy bear. Right. I love him. And I love now that we get to see him interact. He's pretty much a full-time cast member. Um, mm-hmm. Interact with the rest of the group. The kind of way you kind of let loose at shorts last week and a little bit of this week. Seeing him develop his own beef. Like, I'm here for Rand. Yes, absolutely. And I love his dynamic with Lala. Yes, me too. They're such a great couple. Yes. Um, and now we get to see them interact as parents with Sheena and Brock and Brock tells the story about how he has kids, but he hasn't seen them. And a lot of, I'm in a Facebook group that talks about Bravo. And a lot of people were saying they couldn't follow his timeline. Like it said, wait, how old is Brock? I'm trying to understand this math. He had a kid when he was 20 and then a second kid then moved to the USA five years ago, then left them behind. And then someone said, When he was a sophomore in college, so probably 20 years old, he played football for Colorado State. So I'm very confused with this timeline as well. Oh, shit. That is true. Yeah. How does that work? So has it been even longer since he's seen his kids? That's what we're all wondering. Like something's just not checking out. Yeah, and I mean, if you're going to lie about how long you've seen them, you could have just said a year (laughs) and blamed it on COVID. (laughs) Why would you say four? (laughs) Oh, my God, right? And I just wonder, like, I'm not one to judge anyone's family dynamics because they can get hairy, but, like, did was there a fight for custody? Right. Are we going to find out more? Like, is that it? And then the entire season will just be about them talking about it? Yeah. That, I don't know. Uh, well, I looked at it said this. Um, this is claiming that he's thirty. Okay. Um, June sixteenth. I know that's his birthday because um, someone said he was a Gemini or something. I saw that. I think Sheena said he was a Gemini, so I know that's his birthday. Yeah. So, so maybe then, he is thirty. He's thirty. Okay. Then moved to the USA five years. Something's not adding up. Maybe he moved yeah, back no. and forth. I don't know. Maybe. But then if he moved back and forth, then what made then what made him not be there for his kids? That because if he moved back, if he moved back and then went back, and then how something something isn't right. This is fishy. It's not adding up. Um, and I remember you were telling me that your followers are not a fan of Brock as well. Yeah, no, they all, a lot of people were like, I thought he was a good guy, yada, yada, yada. Now I'm not sure. And then I just saw one, of course it went away. Hold on one second, I will find it. <laughs> I thought only Brock's hair was awkward. Now a secret family of hidden skeletons. Ooh. Yeah. This is messy. I loved when 
Brock was talking about that. This is also an interesting insight into the dynamic of the couples that we got. Like Lala and Randall are like giving each other the eye, like what the hell, four years. And then Sheena and Brock are like, but we try very hard and like, but it's not what it looks like. She smiled the entire time. She was smiling the entire time. Yeah. This shit was funny. It's not funny. No. (laughs) What's happening here? What do you think about the fact that he already has a daughter named Winter? Now, see, as, okay, I'm going to set the scene. If I was in Australia with my daughter who doesn't have a father in her life, well, Mm -hmm. they have a stepfather, her birth father in her life, Mm -hmm. and her name is Winter, and then he decided to go and have another family and named her Summer, and when you're not even in Winter's life, oh, I'm pissed off. Oh, I'm absolutely pissed off. Yeah, I agree with you there. Hard agree. Yeah. The nerve. And then Sheena's like, well, ever since I was in high school, I just wanted to have a daughter named Summer. And I love that Bravo, like, was quick with the receipts. <laughs> Madison Marie Parks Valletta. Wait, but did you see she um, screenshot, she texted Rob and um, said to him, um, can you um, can you just say that you're the one that liked that name? And then she shared the screenshot. Because he said, yeah, hold on. Let me see if I can find oh it. Oh, my God. Good. Yeah. She goes, hey, stranger, two questions. And then the first question doesn't matter. Can you please confirm that you're the one who liked the name Madison? LOL. Oh, Madison Parks Valletta. Yes, that was my name that I could never get back. Ha, ha, ha. Although I still follow her Instagram account. So there was a girl that took right. that name. And, yeah. yeah. And had the um, Instagram account. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, covering her tracks, I guess. I don't know. I would, wow, that's, like, another thing about Sheena that I guess, like, we either love or hate. Like, I would never text my ex and be like, can you just confirm to everyone that, like, you like this name and not me? Right. But also, what would you do if you were dating a guy? Mm -hmm. And he told you he had a kid. He has kids because there's two kids. Um, I haven't seen my kids for four years. I would want to be like, I would want the full story. Cause again, family dynamics are weird. Is there a, if there was a current custody battle going on, that's one thing. If you're able like to show me proof of failed attempts at communication, that's another thing. Right. We don't know if there's any of that here yet, but it's just, even just the way they were explaining it, like, just like oh yeah but like he tried like it wasn't like a yeah I haven't seen my kids and I'm so broken up about it and I've like I've gone through this and I've gone through that there was not one emotion shown no how how can you look at one baby and not want to be holding the other one and you're like like even while I got emotional just thinking about it like I know hold one baby and not want the other like I'm confused I know very fishy to me um, and now obviously Sheena and Brock are engaged and I, we just want to see a happy ending. I think deep down, we really are all rooting for Sheena. We really are. Sometimes she makes it so damn difficult. <laughs> <laughs> she really does. Out of all cast members, Sheena gets the most hate on my page. So oh, does I she? Know. She al- always has, always has. It's co- It's so crazy. I always say there's like, like, obviously, she has her moments. I'm not going to say I love Sheena all the time or she's my favorite all the time. I would never say that. But there's, like, just, like, an army of people that refuse this to, like, Sheena. It's kind of unfortunate. Like, just because the, they go, they attack her. And I'm like, whoa, it's just me and it's affecting me. I'm like, I can only imagine the messages they're getting yeah. all day long crazy and deep down you can tell sheena is a good person she is the true case of i just want to love and be loved yeah so it's sad that she gets that much hate when in reality she's just a little annoying and picks bad men you know right right that's it (laughs) that's it but aren't we all (laughs) no we we truly are all i can have my own podcast about my shitty man experience like, oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> That's our next project. Yes, let's do it. I love it. I want to speak a little bit now. We got 
to know Raquel a lot more this week. Uh, we saw a very vulnerable side to her. And of course, she has to deal with the fact that her now fiance has been with Lala before. And I think in a way she kind of felt she was living in Lala's shadow, which is crazy when you think about it, because us on the outside, we see Raquel as this wonderful, pure, gorgeous soul. We knew this event was for her engagement and she's getting upset because Lala's, you know, being her confident, outgoing self and she can't even make a toast. It's so, I feel for Raquel. She's so sweet. Um, and I, I love that we got to see that part of her because I feel like a lot of people didn't, I didn't realize that she was so insecure about Lala yeah. and all that kind of stuff, at least not for a while. I remember like there was a brief moment in season six when they had their little tiff. But besides that, I, I wouldn't have thought that she was insecure about Lala because I mean, they're both beautiful. They are. Um, and they're both, they both are very different, but clearly she's what James wants. So I felt for her. Yeah, I wanted to almost shake her and just be like, Raquel, you're going to get engaged. Like, how right. exciting. <laughs> like, you're crying, but everything is going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I promise he chooses you. Yeah, exactly. Um, And for me, I'm someone, and you're like this too. Like, we're both very outgoing. Like, we walk into a room and can strike up a conversation with anyone. We're more yeah. of that Lala. And I don't know if you have this feeling, but like, Sometimes I get a little upset because I feel like people are off put, not in the way Raquel was, but I feel like Uh sometimes people are off put by me like, oh, look at her. Who does she think she is? Yeah, all the time. So it made me feel not better in a way. I would never want to see someone get upset, but it made me enlightened to see that there are people who are like, no, I wish I could be like that. Whereas sometimes I'm like, I wish I was that girl in the corner who like the guys um, were like, oh, she's so quiet. I want to get to know her. Yeah. Like that mystery. guys. Uh (laughs) (laughs) No, it is. It was, it was nice to see. And I don't like, again, not her crying, but it was nice to see that different side. Like there are some people that are like, who, who is this? Like, who does she think she yeah. is? And then people were like, wait, I wish I was more like that. So yeah. Yeah. And Raquel, oh my God, like you mentioned before, she's so sweet. Have plenty. I've had plenty of wonderful interactions with her. I've had an amazing re- um, action. Wow. Interaction with Lala too. Um, I can't say I've had any really bad interactions with anyone on that cast. So it's just seeing Raquel just like get, have that moment. And it's like, no, like, you guys like there's more to love about everyone you know yeah yeah let's all I lift each it. other's crowns up please that's um, all we need to do that is all we need to do now to kind of put a bow on things we get back into the whole schwartz and sandy of it all uh i know i brought it up in the beginning of the episode but there was a funny thing with the discussion of like katie being the yoko ono and i just want to say i call that before this episode did you? Yes, I was on um, an episode of a YouTube series called um, Bold Black and Addicted to Bravo. My friend Niamade uh-uh. hosts it. She's that African butterfly on Instagram. Everyone go follow her. She's amazing. Um, and we were talking about the whole like Katie debacle. Like, is she getting involved too much? And I was like, I feel like Tom thinks she's the Yoko Ono and is like trying to like wow. divide the whole thing and then like he in the confessional said like oh I don't think that because then that would mean I think Tom is John Lennon and I'm like but mm, do you like <laughs> like in the bridesmaid like you do yeah like <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, I just Tom I, Sandoval oh yeah. Sandoval that's all I can say oh Sandoval it's so interesting because It all goes back to, and I bring this up, like, I feel like I think I'm a psychologist, but I'm not. It all goes back to your type of attachment and who you attract as friends and relationships. Tom Mm -hmm. is a quiet, Tom Schwartz is a quiet person and his best friend and his wife are his mouthpieces. So they're going to butt heads. Right. But also, I mean, I love Schwartz again, lovely person, have met him a couple times, but sometimes he just needs to grow a pair and stand up for himself. Exactly. Because the way that he just doesn't, it doesn't stick up for anything is unacceptable. 
Yeah, on both ends of the spectrum. He needs to go over to Sandoval and be like, this is my business too. And he needs to tell his wife, like, I want you to be involved, but this isn't your whole project. Like, you need to take a step back. Right, right, right. I mean, we see Sandoval and Katie go at it next um, week. So yes, Swartz better not be sitting there quiet. I mean, even though Katie can handle her own, that's your best friend. This is where you need to step in. Yeah, do you think that in that situation Schwartz would defend his wife you know like because I feel like sometimes he's so quick to pick Sandoval over Katie that's true um shit I'm trying to think back when Katie and Sandoval got into that fight in the back of sir where he called her a bully yeah did Schwartz defend her I feel like I don't remember but I feel like if he did it was like a hey man don't call my wife a bully i get i think the only person he ever truly defended her to would be sastasi when she came back yeah um in season four so we need that sort all the time <laughs> yeah he's got a channel so, yeah i don't know right all right well that was a really exciting episode of vanderpump rules i'm truly pumped <laughs> for next week's episode <laughs> Now's the time of the show, though, where we get to hear from you for... That's my opinion! Yes, that's my opinion. So I actually asked you all who follow me, and or I just flung a pen across the room, pretty much, <laughs> and everyone who follows Zaria's page at Sir Rules, for your opinions on the show, we got some really good ones. So why don't we dive in? Yeah, let's do it. I'm excited. Okay. I'm scared, but I'm excited. Yeah, no, these my are followers... awesome. They're opinionated. You don't hold back. <laughs> I was really impressed. Yeah. So Francesca underscore Piazza said, Sheena was out of line for speaking on Lala's parenting. And that ties into Jackie J underscore Allie's opinion as well. She said, Sheena with a Lala mom shading immediately now. Agree. Yeah, I guess that all ties into what um, Sheena was saying about like Lala having a night nurse and yeah but I think Sheena also just channels all her insecurities into like attacking someone so it can like hide just how she deflects props yeah. up whoever yeah she's always deflecting just how she props up the person that she's with just so whenever they look like a jerk it's like no he's great he can hang she said Brock can hang a tv in five and a half minutes <laughs> he'll so put, um, he'll put Rob's new TV hanging business we made up out of out yeah. Of <laughs> Speaking of Brock, cat underscore skin said Brock equals tool, Sandoval equals super douche, the proposal equals sweet, the show now equals yawn emoji, yawn emoji, eye roll emoji. Kat was one of those ones like she she came quick and we love to see it yeah I mean you just put it all out there I appreciate it um she said Brock is a, a, Brock tool. Is a tool get yep Sandoval super douche yeah. I agree with that one yeah <laughs> I mean he could be based on what we've seen yes Yes. Yeah, what caught me was like last week, I know I'm going off track for a little bit, but like he did the whole fashion show and he hosts it, scored it, walked in it, and won. Yeah, right. How do you announce yourself as the winner? You know, it's Sandoval. I yeah. mean, who else would do that but Sandoval? And then Kat also said that the show, she thinks the show's a little bit boring judging by her use of emojis. I disagree. Uh I disagree. I think that this episode was better than last week's episode. Yes, last week's episode was a bit of a snooze. Yeah, like I think I rewatched it once and I usually like, if I like it, I'm like constantly, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I I mean, I'm willing to bet that she wants Stassi and Kristen back, which I understand. You, you want your favorites back. It's very yeah. different than how it used to be. But that's not what we have now. So either appreciate yeah. it or don't. Yeah, sometimes change isn't a bad thing, and I'm loving the right. new dynamics we have on the show because of it. I am too. Marissa Rissa, who always comes through with her opinions, she sent me a few. She said, love James and Raquel's proposal. He and Sandoval thought of everything. It's funny, he and Sandoval. Um, <laughs> love how James supports Raquel. That scene was so touching. And Sandoval is the best friend. That was sweet seeing Ariana cry at Rachella. 
oh and then she said did not like how brock treats sheena and her mom i'm on lala's side on this one same yeah all of it same <laughs> yeah i thought it was also sweet about the proposal but one thing um that also caught my eye i liked how nobody knew about it but then once everyone came out and saw the fireworks tom was like james and raquel just got engaged and i'm like but that's their news <laughs> to share right somebody said that like why didn't he just wait until they until they came out and said it like he had because because he, he knew first he had to be the one to say it yeah like what that's are you, all I don't, that yeah i don't know i don't know i also don't know why i just thought of the piss fur coat like that just came to mind like in my head i think i was like don't you have a coat to piss on <laughs> you have a coat to piss on how do you that's amazing <laughs> that the should piss, be like the, the show title piss on your jacket yes <laughs> you have a coat to piss on that's amazing because yeah yeah i mean you just peed on a coat you can't tell me you can't tell me about myself and you just pissed on a coat how do like, you mistake that for a bathroom it doesn't have a door like <laughs> But you know what? I do have a funny story, and I'm not going to say who the person is, but okay. it's someone I'm very close to. I tell you off off camera. Okay. I do know someone that was drunk, <laughs> and she spent the night with this guy, and um, she woke up in the night, and she she was so drunk she didn't she couldn't find she didn't, I, I guess she just oh she was like half drunk half what like half sleep and drunk yeah. And so she was looking for to use the bathroom. Okay. And she peed in her pocketbook. Oh no. At least there is a hole though. Right. She said, and so she woke up and she was like, please tell me that was a dream. Please tell me that was a dream. And then she woke up and her purse was on the floor. Soaking wet. Did he find out? He did. And he still married her. Oh, that's true, love. Ladies, get you a man who will marry you after you pee on your pocketbook. Right. Couples goals. Oh my God, I love that. Right. Um, underscore is underscore C underscore A said, love the proposal. Hate that Tom Sandoval paid for it. Why couldn't James pay for it? That's what I've been saying the whole time, babe. I agree with you completely. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it it doesn't make any. I don't understand that tactic because you know it was slightly produced. Yeah. So what was the tactic behind it? <laughs> I hope that little checkbook we saw was Bravo's checkbook. Right, because Sandoval, what do you? Why? First of all, why are you dropping so much money? Yeah, someone in the Facebook that's group not yours. commented that Ariana's gonna lose her house because Tom paid for the engagement. <laughs> <laughs> right, and it's not fair. Oh my God. And then our last opinion we had was Amber underscore alert 16. Not here whatsoever for the morphing of Vanderpump rules into the Tom Tom show. But I don't think, I don't think it's oh. like that. No, me either. Maybe because Lisa wasn't on this episode. Personally, I like when Lisa's, I, I, I don't care to see her at the restaurant without any of the staff. Yeah. I, I don't I don't care for that, you know? Yeah. That's more for Beverly Hills Housewives. We need to see what you we need to see what you do during the day. Yeah. But like on this show, unless so unless you're unless you're communicating with someone on the cast, I don't see the point of it. I, but I also don't feel like it's a Tom Tom show. They yeah. haven't even shown them in Tom Tom. No, agree completely. We don't know anything about them. We haven't seen any of the new cast members that some of them do work at Tom Tom. Right. It's not anything like that. I maybe this person was thinking like Tom and Tom show, but like by that logic, it's pretty much all we have. Like they're the next in the ranking. Exactly. I mean, because everybody else is gone. Yeah. All the people that it was about is gone. So like they have to keep going. Agreed That's completely. Weird. Well, do you have any final thoughts about this episode? Any highs, lows, anything you want to say? The only thing I will say is I just want to see more Ariana and Lala. Yeah. That's it. I just, I want like their fight. And did you see the never before scene clip? Which I don't understand why they cut out an entire like two minutes of their fight. No, I don't. I saw the never before scene of last week's episode, not the first one. 
Okay, because in so I'll just brief you yeah. in the in that they so they uh, so apparently now they do never before say it yes. used to be the um, producers um, take on yeah. the show, but now it's the never before seen and in the never before, in the fight Ariana pulls out screen um, pulls out her phone and shows messages between her and Lala like you're saying I don't give a fuck about you and I've been and we've been texting like wow and so it may, so it's crazy because before the show before the show aired when it was just the previews, everybody was on Team Ariana. Mm-hmm. And then after the first episode, everybody shifted to Lala. Mm-hmm. And then the number before scene, everybody was like, whoa, yeah. now we're going back to Ariana's side because they're not showing everything. Yeah. And I'm confused as to wh- why they would cut out that entire scene, That's especially you're going to put it, right, not everybody watches the first episode. The only reason why I even found out about it was because I just happened to turn to the Bravo um, yeah. channel before the new episode. That's the only reason why I saw it. So it's like, why wouldn't you put that in there? And then the one, um, the one yesterday when um, they had left out that scene with well, who was it? It was what was it about yesterday? Something about naming their bar after Lisa. Or oh, something. Lisa's something legs. Like that. It was like yes. I wanted to call yes. the bar Lisa's legs so he could say, "When Lisa's legs open up, we can grab a drink." <laughs> that that's was the joke. <laughs> I thought that was funny, and again, Lisa's yes, legs that's is funny. a better name than Schwartz and Sandy's. I mean, anything will be a better name for Sandy, so. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I thought this was a blast. It's because seriously, like, whenever we do stuff like this, it's, like, not even uh-huh. work. It's, like, I'm catching up with my friend. Right, right. I loved it. Thank you for having of me. Of course. I'm so excited. Yeah, and before you go, tell everyone where they can find you. Plug anything you're working on if you want. Um. So I am sir underscore rules on Twitter underscore sir rules on instagram and i am i will be launching a podcast very soon um still working on a name but when i know you guys will she's know. not Just gonna name out. it schwartz and sandys <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert that's true <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening for the believe in bravo besties podcast remember to follow me at diana jebbia g-e-b-b-i-a on tiktok and instagram and at believe podcasts B-L-E-A-V, follow them and believe pop culture. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.